Hey everyone, welcome to another bonus episode of the DCL Dude Podcast. My name is Wes, and today I am going to bring you through the announcements from the Disney Treasure Reveal event and give you my thoughts and reactions. There were some things that were announced in the video and some that were just released online and even some that have not yet been shared, but I'll, I'll walk you through all of it. The Disney Treasure is expected to sail her maiden voyage to the Eastern Caribbean on a seven-night cruise departing from Port Canaveral on December 21st, 2024, which means the first ever cruise on this ship will sail over Christmas. So that's something big that was announced yesterday that we didn't know uh, up until this point. The, the the Christmas cruise seems a little strange to me and makes me wonder if they'll have any trouble getting people to book this cruise, especially considering the, the price point and the restrictions they're putting on refunds, which I'll get to in a second. The, the very next cruise after the maiden voyage departs on December 28th to the Western Caribbean and sails over the New Year holiday, so I... I wouldn't be surprised if that's the one that ends up being a little more popular, especially since it's priced quite a bit lower than the maiden voyage. And as you probably guessed, based on the two itineraries that I just mentioned, the, the treasure will take over the seven-night Eastern and Western Caribbean cruise itineraries from the Fantasy, so it'll be interesting to see what the, the Fantasy's new schedule will, will look like. But that's pretty much what we expected, that the treasure would, would sail those uh, those seven-night Eastern and Western Caribbean cruises. You can see the treasure, the the initial schedule for the treasure through May of 2025 on the Disney Cruise Line website, along with a, a look at some of the opening day prices. And as you, as you could probably imagine, they they are not cheap by any means. The booking schedule looks slightly different than what we're what we've been used to, but it, it's still based on your Castaway Club status. Bookings will begin next Tuesday, September 12th for Pearl Castaway Club members, followed by Platinum members on Wednesday the 13th and Gold members on Thursday the 14th. DVC members and ABD insiders can book on Monday, September 18th, followed by Silver Castaway Club members on Tuesday, September 19th. And then these new itineraries uh, will begin, will, excuse me, will be open to the general public on Wednesday, September 20th. If you're thinking about booking the maiden voyage, be sure you are familiar with the fine print regarding cancellations and modifications. A 20% deposit will be due by 11.59 p.m. Eastern Time on the day that you book it, and that deposit will be non-refundable. The primary guest must remain on the reservation, and date changes are not permitted once the booking is made. So this essentially means that once you pay the deposit, you're committed to that cruise unless you forfeit the deposit. So make sure you're just familiar with those terms and conditions. If you're thinking about booking a cruise on the Treasure, please consider booking it with me. It costs you nothing to work with me, and I, I have some pretty great onboard credit rates to offer, so give you some money to spend on your cruise. It's also the exact same as booking directly through Disney, so you really have nothing to lose. If you're interested or if you'd like more information, send me an email at Wes at mickeyworldtravel.com. All right, let's get to the announcements. The reveal event was streamed on YouTube via the Disney Parks blogs, and if you visit the Parks blog website, you can find a link to the replay in case you missed it and want to go back and watch it. I'm going to start with what was revealed in the video because, you know, that included some of the things that we had been waiting for, and then I'll get into what was revealed online on the Disney Cruise Line website. <laughs> After a 
a, a brief cinematic introduction, we, we got to look at some artist renderings of the Grand Hall, most of which we had seen before, but we did get a, you know, kind of some different angles of the Grand Hall, including a glimpse of the slide entrance to the Oceaneer Club on the, you know, which is down one deck from the, from the Grand Hall. I, for one, am a fan of the overall color scheme that is being used, but I, I, I saw several people say online that it's, it, you know, it's too dark for them, and I get that, but I, I really doubt that it's going to feel as dark once on board. I'll also say that I am a huge fan of the adventure theme, and I feel like they've done a, a really good job with the characters and the properties that they've shown us so far, with a couple exceptions that I'll get to, but I, I feel like... I feel like I can relate better to this theme than I could with um, with the enchantment theme on The Wish. The first thing that they showed us was an updated theme for the Aquamouse, the Curse of the Golden Egg, which was represented on the treasure map by the pyramid above the top deck between the two funnels. That was one thing that you know I had been looking at and was trying to figure out what, what that represented. Um, so it's the Aquamouse. It'll be nice to have a, a new story to look forward to, but I, I thought it would have been cool if they made it Jungle Cruise themed. But I guess I should have expected that they just reuse the same theme with a, you know, with a different Mickey Mouse short as the animation. The next place they took us was to Jumbo's Sweets, which will be the sweet shop in place of Joyful Sweets that's on the Wish. For those of you who may not know, Jumbo is a character an elephant to be more precise from the the movie Zootopia who runs a similar shop in the movie and my family really likes this movie so when I saw Nick Wilde and Judy Hopps on the treasure map I was uh, really excited to see what they would be doing with the Zootopia thing but my family doesn't use that shop much on the other ship so I don't think we'll get much enjoyment out of the theme but I was really happy to see it represented on board. They sort of glanced quickly over the next space, but I love the theme and the artist rendering that they shared of Sarabi. So Sarabi will be the Luna equivalent on the treasure and will be home to musical performances, comedy acts, and family game shows. And then after hours, it becomes uh, an adult exclusive venue with live entertainment. Sarabi is Simba's mother in The Lion King, and the lounge decorations are inspired by the film. And like I said, I, I really like the look of it, and I, I think it fits well with the adventure theme. One thing that I thought Luna could use on The Wish was an interior staircase to you know take you between the upper and lower levels, but it doesn't appear that that has been added based on the images that were shared. The Walt Disney Theater, which was represented by that amphitheater image at the back of the ship on the treasure map was the next place that they took us and this this was really was the first disappointment in the announcement shockingly they announced that beauty and the beast would be brought on board this ship which seems like a, a huge miss they you know they had to know back when they were choosing shows for the wish that Aladdin would be a central character on the treasure. So why wouldn't they save the Aladdin stage show for the treasure? I, don't get me wrong. I love the show, you know, Beauty and the Beast. But in my opinion, it just doesn't fit well with the theming on the treasure. I would have rather seen Beauty and the Beast on the Wish and Aladdin on the treasure if they were going to repeat shows. And I think I just think both of those shows fit better on the, you know, the other ships. Not announced in the video, but revealed online, Seize the Adventure will also be coming to the treasure. 
I did enjoy this show on The Wish. I'm just hoping that they will adapt it with some new songs and characters so you know it won't be an exact carbon copy of the one that's on The Wish. And then they also announced that they're planning a, a brand new show, but we're not quite ready to reveal that yet. So I'm hoping with everything inside of me that it's going to be a Moana show. And, you know, there was no mention of Moana in the announcement video. So I'm hoping, you know, that's one of the big pieces of information that they'll be revealing later. <laughs> I I feel like all my feelings about the treasure as of now, anyway, hinge on whether or not there is a Moana stage show. The next thing they announced was the Skipper Society Lounge, which is a Jungle Cruise-themed lounge bar area. Maybe they'll have cast members in there telling cheesy jokes that are probably exponentially more funny later in the evening after after a few drinks. Uh, the lounge will take the place of the Bayou on the Wish, and I, I think it's I think it's kind of cool that they're taking popular attractions in the parks and making themes out of them. You know, the treasure will have this one, the Tomorrow Tower Suite, and presumably a Haunted Mansion bar, assuming they announce that sometime later, you know, which has been teased and leaked. So I I don't know why they're keeping it secret, but I'm a big fan of the, you know, I really like the Skipper Society Lounge and also the Periscope Pub which will take the place of Keg and Compass, and it's themed after 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. The pictures they shared looked kind of cool. It, you know, it appears to be modeled after the inside of a submarine, which would make sense, and I I really like the theme. I feel like they could have gone, you know, could have gone with Atlantis instead and would have had a similar feel, but uh, I like it. I like the theme. Uh, next on the disappointment list, Worlds of Marvel. I, despite the fact that I'm a huge Marvel fan, this is my l- least favorite restaurant on The Wish. I, I think if they had made the story around the original Avengers, it would have been you know a home run. But I'm just I'm just not into the new wave of Mar- Marvel characters like I was with the old one. And I think overall, I'm just a, a little bitter by the fact that they can't do three brand new restaurants. I, I just feel like that that should be the case. They did say that it will be a new dining experience and teased Spider-Man. So I, I'm definitely willing to give it a chance. But this announcement did not make me excited at all. Next, they gave us a look at some of the staterooms, but you know, really spent more of the time talking about the concierge room themes. So it had me wondering if the treasure would feature staterooms with different themes like The Wish has, but on the website it says that the accommodations will be inspired by classic Disney tales of adventure like Aladdin, Pocahontas, Up, and Encanto. I I like all of those. I think they're all great choices, so I'm excited to see what they do with those. Not as great as the concierge staterooms, though, which will be Lion King themed. A few years ago, my family stayed in a two-bedroom villa at the Animal Kingdom Lodge at Walt Disney World, and it had a Lion King theme. It might be my favorite room that we've ever stayed in, and I absolutely loved the colors and the theme. It sounds like these rooms will be similar to that with themed artwork, mosaics, and a you know a harmonious color scheme. Sounds pretty amazing to me, and the Pride Rock mural above the queen bed is just, you know, just, just the icing on the cake. I think I could have, honestly, I could have an entire ship themed around the Lion King and Moana, and I'd be completely satisfied. Uh, It's too bad, though. I'll probably never sail concierge on the treasure, so I won't get to experience these Lion King rooms, but the pictures that that they showed are, are just amazing. 
Interestingly, the Royal Suites are themed after two animated big cats, Raja from Aladdin and Bagheera from The Jungle Book. I don't think they shared any images of the Bagheera Suites, but the idea of a lush rainforest sounds like a, a great theme for a uh, for a Royal Suite. <laughs> My best hope is to just be able to tour one of those uh, someday. And then rounding out the concierge cabins, a new Tomorrow Tower Suite inspired by Epcot was announced. And looking at the treasure map, it it wasn't too hard to figure this one out, but it's still interesting nonetheless. And aside from kind of the futuristic design, the artist rendering of the suite doesn't scream Epcot at you. It looks really nice, obviously, but I, I still can't. I still can't get over the fact that the suite doesn't have any outdoor space. I, you know, I, I doubt they even considered it, but I, I think if they figured out a way to put a veranda on the suite, it would make it so much more desirable, at, at least to me anyway. But I also don't think that, that they've had any trouble selling it on the Wish, so what do I know? Next, they highlighted the Oceaneer Club, but I'm not really sure why. I didn't notice one single thing that was different from the Wish. And even online, they you know they they announced that the all the spaces were were kind of exactly the same as they are on the Wish. And then they saved the best of what they revealed for last: a Coco-themed main dining restaurant called Plaza de Coco. This one was leaked early on, so it wasn't a major surprise, but it looks like it'll be a, a fun new dinner show. I saw on social media from someone who received a, a preview on The Wish say that the dinner will have two shows, much like Tiana's Place and The Wonder, uh, excuse me, on The Wonder and Rapunzel's Royal Table on The Magic. Assuming the food will match the theme, I'm really excited for a restaurant that serves Mexican food. It's I, I love Mexican food. And if they serve chips and salsa at the beginning of the meal, that alone might automatically put it as a contender for my favorite restaurant. So I'm really excited for uh, for this restaurant. They also showed some clips of Miguel from Coco with his guitar, which presumably means that we'll have a new face character to look out for on the treasure. So I, I thought that was uh, a pretty cool announcement. So that that's a pretty complete rundown of what was revealed during the announcement, but the two glaring omissions were Moana and the Haunted Mansion, both of which were featured characters on the original teaser video for the Disney Treasure. So I'm assuming there's more to come with both of those, so we'll just have to just have to wait a little bit longer now. After the announcement, the Disney Cruise Line website was updated with more details about the new ship, and I'll run through them here quickly. Marceline Market will return, along with the very popular Mickey and Friends Festival of Foods. There will also be two walk-up cafes for a quick coffee, a tea, or a snack on the go. The Wish has a, a couple of these. I don't recall the names of them, though. One will be called Jade Cricket Cafe, which will be inspired by the film Mulan. And the other will be the Hey Hey Cafe, which will uh, take a tropical cue from Moana's Isle of Motunui. I love Hey Hey. He's one of my favorite side characters. But if this is the Moana representation that they signaled in the teaser video, I, I might just lose my mind. That just won't be acceptable to me. Uh, but that being said, I'm confident there are bigger things to be announced. But I was disappointed that we didn't get more from this event as it relates to Moana. The Hero Zone will make a return. No word yet on whether the Incredicourse will also return, but the image on the website shows it, so I'd say it's a strong possibility. The movie theaters will have the same theme, Wonderland and Neverland. The adult dining options will remain the same as on The Wish, so you'll have Paulo Steakhouse and Enchante. 
And finally, the Rose, Senses Spa, the Quiet Cove Pool, the Untangled Salon, and Hooks Barbary are some of the other spaces that will be brought back. Overall, I am very excited about the treasure, and there were a lot of things announced that I really like, and a few more to come that I'm looking forward to. I think I'm more excited about the treasure than I was for the wish, which is definitely saying a lot. But if I'm honest, there are some things that that frustrate me with the treasure. For one, it appears they'll be using the exact same design as the wish. And while I definitely did not expect there to be significant structural and layout changes, I thought maybe they could incorporate some guest feedback into the, some of the spaces that didn't work so well on the wish. For example, the adult pool deck, could they have expanded that a little bit? I I don't know, I'm not an engineer, but it seems like a, a majority of people agreed that it's a space that could use a redo. And I guess it's possible that they they will be, you know, making changes to it, but the fact that they didn't mention it and really the description on the website sounds the same makes me think it'll be unchanged. So that's a little disappointing. And then how about a running track? Not a not a huge deal for me personally, but I know that that's something a lot of people really like. So why not surprise everyone and, and make that change? <laughs> and then maybe the thing that I'm most frustrated about is that they're putting Mickey's mainsail back where it is on the wish. I just, it, it just doesn't fit there. And the flow is terrible. Not to mention it's smaller, or at least it seems that way than the other merchandise shops on the other ships. Why not move it downstairs with the rest of the retail shops? That space is perfect for a large DCL merchandise location. And while they're at it, bring back Sea Treasures and put it down there too. The re retail locations work so well on the dream and the fantasy outside of the Walt Disney Theater. And these new ships are just are set up perfectly for it. It seems like it would be such an easy fix, but you know, I guess renting out those spaces to the, the luxury name brands makes them more money, which is probably the reason they're not doing that. <laughs> but I, I think you might be able to tell I have an onboard shopping problem. All right, my last complaint, and then I'll stop. I really hope I'm not coming off as too negative here because I, I am really excited for this ship, but I, I feel like I owe you my honest thoughts and opinions. So far, we know that they are reusing two stage shows, two main dining restaurants, two theater themes, and a few lounge spaces. I I just don't understand why each new ship can't be brand new with all different spaces. I'm sure that money is at the heart of it, but the, the Walt Disney Company has such a massive portfolio of characters and themes and stories to use that it feels, it feels a little wasteful to not incorporate new things. Plus, I feel like differences from ship to ship make each one more desirable. I would think the, the average guest is more likely to try a new ship if there's something new to offer. I mean, would you visit a different theme park at Walt Disney World if it was 75% the same as another one? Probably not. And if coming up with new designs and themes takes time, maybe don't rush the new ships out and allow the creative teams enough time to, to start fresh. But don't get me wrong, I am absolutely in favor of the release timeline but as someone who is just a fan and not affiliated with the company i i want to have it both ways so i'm being i'm being selfish there all right i will end my rant there at the end of the day i love the disney cruise experience i think that's probably pretty obvious and i i think that they put out an amazing product and i i really can't wait to cruise on this on on the treasure I just feel like Disney has the resources to do a little bit better is all that I'm saying. 
So there you have my thoughts on the treasure announcement. Like I said at the beginning, if you missed the video, check out the Disney Parks blog for the replay. I think it's worth going back and watching. Also, don't forget that the booking window for the new itineraries opens next week. If you'd like to work with me or would just like more information, please send me an email. Lots more exciting things to come and I'll be sure to keep you all in the loop uh, as they do. Have a great week and thanks so much for listening. As a reminder, you can connect with the show by following along on Twitter at the DCL Dude or by liking us on Facebook at facebook.com slash DCL Dude Podcast. Please feel free to ask a question, leave a comment, drop a note, or share the podcast with your followers. I'd also be very grateful if you could rate the podcast on iTunes and leave a review. Of course, if there's anything I can do to improve your listening experience, please let me know. Thanks so much for listening. (laughs) 